0: Mel Tempest is known as a fitness business influencer, hands-on health club owner, ebook author, and presenter. Mel has known to be controversial, challenges the status quo, and lives outside the square. Her skill set is current on trend, savvy, and in demand. Her primary goal is to get more health club owners moving towards innovation, technology, and social media success. Her own success comes through tough and humble beginnings. Mel Tempest now. Presents to you the Gym Owners Podcast, more than just the business of fitness. Proudly supported by National Fitness Business Alliance.
1: Good evening, it's uh, Mel here from the Gym Owners Business Podcast. This evening, I have Dennis with me, Dennis Hosking from FitRec. FitRec is the recognised fitness professionals. It's a modern registration alternative. The value of FitRec is not just what we've added, but also what's been left out. How are you going this evening, Dennis?
2: Good, doing uh, very well, Mel. Good to speak to you.
1: You're welcome. Now, Dennis, we'll get stuck straight into it because I know that I've been teasing the listeners about you coming on board for the interview and, and all the good stuff that's going to be happening at FitRec. But for those of um, out there in the fitness industry that don't know who FitRec is, can you please tell them all about FitRec?
2: So where to begin, FitRec is a contemporary registration service for the fitness industry. It was born out of our experience with healthy people and our work that we've done with both professionals and employers. We wanted to create a service where professionals could better represent themselves to industry, especially to employers, to if they're looking for work. And obviously, this is going to correlate to uh, you know the information that clients will need as well. But we've really focused on democratising the whole process, making it possible for professionals to include as much information as they need to on their profiles.
1: Okay, Dennis, so let me ask you something. Profiles, please explain to those that aren't familiar with FitRec what the profiles are on your website.
2: When we put together these profiles, we approached it from the angle of what are the sort of things that employers are going to want to see on a fitness professional's profile page? And so obviously we've included things like images and the ability to include videos. We allow them to include all learning that they've done. So it's, it's not just um, any approved courses or anything. It's actually everything that they've done that is relevant to their career. Uh, the other thing they can include is their industry experience. So you can see a timeline of what these people have done. They can include references from industry peers and the other thing they can do is include achievements because a lot of professionals do stuff outside of work like tough mudder or marathons or bike rides or whatever. And all of these things still contribute to their uh, their professional applications so uh, basically what we've done is given them, them the ability to showcase that so it gives a more rounded picture of that individual and with these profiles we've taken the experience the education and the references and we've brought those together to create a FitRec rating which is a first for our industry, you know, ability to more or less benchmark professionals on uh, a common standard.
1: Okay, that's that sounds great. So tell me, with FitRec, how did you uh, how did you born FitRec? Because it was established in 2015, is that correct?
2: Yep,
1: that's right. All right, so tell us how you got into FitRec and how it's grown since you established it in 2015 to where we are now today in 2017. Right, so uh, as I mentioned before, a lot of it came from, Healthy
2: people, and, and to be honest, Mel, we you know we were very keen to to work with some existing registration providers, but we couldn't really get any headway in terms of uh, you know making our services more available to employers. There was a, a fair amount of smoke and mirrors going on, and we thought that this is given the given the nature of this, we can put something together ourselves that we believe reflects what uh, we think employers and professionals really need to help them in their careers and in their businesses. And so it really came from that uh face experience working with thousands of professionals and thousands of employers around Australia.
1: Okay, so that leads me back to Healthy People. Can you tell our audience about Healthy People?
2: Yeah, sure. So Healthy People began in uh, 2005, February 2005. We were, and I make this claim without any exaggeration, literally the first uh, recruiting service in Australia that I was aware of, where an employer could tap into a database and uh, just access professionals. We weren't charging, we still don't charge any placement fees. And this was something that we thought the proactive style of recruitment is going to become more and more important for industry employers. And you know, obviously early days we didn't have a lot of professionals in the system, but we've since grown that to more than 83,000 professionals around Australia. Uh, The other thing we do obviously is advertise job ads, Uh, so all job ads that we post get a standout listing on Seek. they get a listing on healthy people, we email it out to our database and more recently we've introduced some other advertising options that are coming at a lower price point, so employers that want to just tap into the healthy people system and advertise through us uh, can throw up a two week ad for example at uh, considerably less than they might for our standard ad Um, and that's been going as I say for about 12 years.
1: That's fantastic. So, how many fitness professionals do you have on your database?
2: More than eighty-three thousand.
1: That's phenomenal. And how many clubs do you think you work with weekly?
2: That's a good question. Uh, like, for example, today we posted more than thirty ads. You know, there'd be more than a thousand employers across Australia that we deal with throughout the year. You know, we've got more than a more than two hundred ads on Healthy People at the moment, and it's oh yeah, it's sort of hard to put a finger on, but we work with hundreds.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this then, with all of these ads that you're putting up with healthy people, what's the most common job description that you're advertising the most? Is it uh, personal trainers? Is it uh, studio managers, group fitness instructors? What's the common thread there?
2: Hands down, uh, personal trainers.
1: Okay, so just really quickly, so with the personal trainers, are we talking about Staff, personal trainers, where the club employs them, or are we talking about contracting positions?
2: So the majority of these roles would be uh, a contract rental arrangement for personal training roles.
1: And do you find that that's um, the most popular way they go at the moment? Do you find that more clubs are wanting to drive uh, trainers into contract positions um, over staff positions?
2: Uh, look, it does vary. It varies according to the the club. I mean, there are some people that swear by employed models. There are others that swear by the the uh, the rental model. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it actually pans out over the you know over the next six to twelve months. Uh, there is, I, I see more employers moving towards a rental model. It's not to say that I feel like any one way is better than the other, uh, but uh, there does seem to yeah there does seem to be more question about whether or not. Um, uh, the contract rental model is optimal. It it really does depend. It
1: will be interesting to see how that pans out in the next 12 months. I must admit coming from a regional town as most people know um contracting's only become popular really in the last 12 months and um, what I'm finding in our area is that uh, people are paying rent, low rental and then bothering what club owners are doing, are bothering with the trainers whereas they're getting them to work on reception for say 8 to 10 hours a week so that they can have lower rent. I'm not quite sure how the industry feels about that. I- I'm not a fan of that. Are you seeing a lot of that out there?
2: Yeah, we are seeing some uh, offering of gym floor hours or reception hours to, to supplement the PT income. Again, look, it varies so much between small businesses. We deal with people that have just a couple of staff to, to huge big box facilities. So, you know, there really is a, is a big range in what we're doing. As
0: much as anything, like I see both models work really well and I think the, the really important thing is
2: probably how the employers uh, look after the trainers, whether they're contract, whether they're employed. Uh, you know that's going to have probably the biggest impact on the, the relative success.
1: All right. So probably moving forward with that, we need to see maybe a little bit more education for club owners. On how how to handle um, contracting with trainers, uh, I think that's a little bit of education that's missing in the industry. So hopefully somebody will pick that up and spend some time with club owners on how to handle um, contractors. Moving away from healthy people, I know that you have some pretty exciting news for FitRec. I've been hanging out all week to hear this. As you know, that the industry is not really regulated. There's a few government rules there, but it's not really regulated. What is FitRec going to do to help make change?
2: So as you say, we're not we're not regulated. We are what's called a self-regulated industry. And you know, I think for a very long time we have taken self-regulation and interpreted that to mean we give all authority to one group to regulate us. And we have Come to the conclusion that that's not necessarily the optimal way and we prefer to take that term self-regulation literally and give uh, the individuals the opportunity to uh, you know, basically answer to themselves and to their peers. And to do that, we're providing more information about professionals uh, through our profiles. So, like, for example, uh, I'm not sure whether you're aware we don't require any CECs or PDPs. Did you know that?
1: No, Dennis, I didn't know that. That's great to hear.
2: So the whole point accumulation system, I think, has started to have a a negative effect, if you like, on the value of education. We all believe that uh, trainers should go on with their education. And I think that we need to really open it up and say, look, do the learning that that you want to do. Like further yourself. Don't feel constrained by, you know, any whether or not this carries a certain number of points. Things we don't do, we don't provide. We don't ask for CCs or PDPs. Um, what we do is we, we let people know that whether or not they do any learning, uh, that information is available on their profile and their FitRec profile. So uh, it's more about being transparent and accountable. So it, it's this notion that uh, if you know, if I have three people apply for a job, for example, I can look at those people and whether or not they, if they, if they're all FitRec registered. I don't need to take that at face value. I can go to their profile and I can see exactly what their experience is, what their education Mm -hmm. is and things like that. So it's all been about, for us, um, providing as much useful information as possible and removing a lot of the barriers to development and allowing professionals to really start to lay down their own career pathways because the the fitness industry really is quite varied in everyone's specialisations. And I think the best thing we can do is encourage people to, you know, pursue their specialisation as far as they want to go. I don't think there's any value in really holding people back.
1: Janice, I'm going to ask you this. Let's just nut this out a little bit. There's a couple of providers for fitness professionals and for club owners to belong to, but we're not a regulated industry.
2: Oh, no, no, I was just saying, so self-regulation, going back to that point of self. So uh, self-regulation within our industry is, I think, going to be more effective where we are able to provide more information about the people we're working with or know more about the people we're working with rather than just assuming everyone's had like a tick of approval. So with the you know, advances in the internet, things like that, information is much more readily accessible. And so I think that it's much easier for us to be, you know, more aware of ourselves as an industry and, uh, and lift our own game individually and be able to learn from others. I mean, I think this is a big thing for me as well, is there's a lot of amazing people in our industry, and yet we don't really know much about them because they're not really easy to to find or understand or or, or be aware of. And so one of the things with FitRec is we really want to help make new people coming, coming into the industry aware of... What is behind a, a really experienced professional? We want to we want them to be able to see the depth of education that these people have, and the experience they have, and the sort of references they have. Like what makes up this person? So that someone coming into the industry is not just like, oh, you know, it's just a quick couple of quick steps, and I'm a, I'm a trainer. Uh, what they're doing is they're actually going, okay, I'm in this industry, and well, these are I can see a profile for someone like Ian O'Dwyer, and go, you know. This is amazing. Look at everything this person's done, or Marietta Mahadi. You know, like so accomplished in what they're doing that they should be held higher as being a good role models for the industry. So I think that self-regulation thing. Coming back to that, this is this is the thing that I'm passionate about is is making it possible for us to better self-regulate and literally self-regulate regulate ourselves. Make sure we are all accountable.
1: How can we become a regulated industry, Dennis? How are we going to do it?
2: Well, I don't think I don't think there's any value in waiting for the government to lay down laws. I think we really need to lead from the front, and the best way that we can do that is start to uh, provide, uh, you know, the the insights that people want to see on, you know, on individual professionals. So the philosophy with with FitRec is that any professional has basically everything out there for anyone to see. So. You know, if you go to a club and everyone's fit then someone, a member at that club can go through and they can view the background of all of those trainers and they're all all via the same platform. So they can see quite clearly, you know, who, you know this trainer's rated this and this trainer's rated that and this is the learning and, and this is, you know, experience and all the rest of it. And I think that if we, as an industry, start to do all this together and start to value the information that we have available, then, you know, the public... Will then start to take notice because at the moment, you know, like I, I'd go to say that a lot of the public don't know who the, the regulate you know, who the registration bodies are for
0: fitness.
1: Well, they certainly don't understand why they need to be registered with someone. One of the things that the Australian fitness industry doesn't do well is collaborate. Um, no, it's terrible. I have to say it's absolutely terrible. I personally feel it's almost like. There's a and I'm gonna say this that there's a there's a group of people out there and you know, they're running the industry, though we're not a regulated industry, they're running the industry and it's almost like if you if your club or your instructors aren't registered with them, or there's a couple of parties, not just one, there's a couple of parties, you won't be looked at as a a serious um, fitness professional. And and I think that that's really poor. I think that the fitness industry needs to come together and everybody needs to work together. We're not happy with the way things are at the moment and we see an enormous amount of backlash on social media when people start discussing uh, these topics. And I personally feel that it's going to be a long time before we become a regulated industry, but we need to start offering club owners and fitness professionals alternatives that they are happy with. We need to offer them alternatives that they're going to be recognised as professionals and I think that um, with what you're proposing going into the future with FitRec I feel that FitRec is certainly um, one of the associations that club owners and other fitness professionals need to become familiar with.
2: Thank you. Look, You mentioned collaboration before I think this is essential. This is a word I've heard a lot lately, and I genuinely believe that there is a growing movement of people that are keen to, you know, do good things for the industry and are really, you know, wanting... All they want is basically the support to move forward. I don't think these people need to be regulated in any sense. I think there's a lot of people like yourself in this podcast, for example, doing great things. It's um, it's the, the collaboration. It's people coming together. It's not... Uh, people paying to be, you know, shared on this network, or paying for that one, or paying for that one. It's basically just going, "Hey, I rate your service. I'm going to promote you to, to the people that I work with because I think that your your the, the thing that you do and the way you operate that's going to reflect well on me." And so, and that's really what we come from with healthy people and with FitRec. We're really trying to build that that network of trust, uh, so that the people that use our service know that if we put something forward that's because we believe that's it's worth listening to it. You know, it's worth at least checking out. You know, whether or not you use it, it's up to you blowing back for us to recommend that. And I think that's the key with the collaboration. It's like, let's start all, um, you know, helping each other up. You know, it's that rising tide, lifting all boats. Let's all move in it together.
1: So how are we going to do it, Dennis? How are we going to do it? We've done this podcast. We're throwing it out there. You know, I'm a club owner. I want more choices in the industry. You know, there's areas of my uh, business that I feel that I need help from some type of association. I'm not the only club owner that feels like that. How are we going to do it? How are you going to do it? How can we help you to make FitRec the place where club owners and fitness professionals want to come on board and, and be a part of the future growth? Because we want choice. We just don't want one or two. We want choice. How are we going to do it?
2: Going back to the collaboration again, Mel, You know, if you are a club owner or you're a professional, I haven't even got to the big news yet, but if you're a professional and you come to us, Basically, we are talking to a lot of people in a lot of places, doing a lot of great things that we, you know, we don't propose to have all the answers, but we do know people that do have answers, whether it's legal, whether it's HR, whether it's um, business broking, whether it's uh, course providers, whatever, it doesn't matter. If you come to us, we can point you to people that are respected in their specific field. And, and this is the way we want to operate. It's that whole collaborative mindset. It's about saying, let's bring everyone together in one space. Uh, which for us is FitRec and say, so, hey, look, this is a touch point. People come here. We want to make sure they're connected with the right people. Like it's all about basically sharing the love.
1: When I look at FitRec and I look at the other providers um, and there's I think there's about another three or four out there, Um, You know what, I don't see FitRec as being inferior to any of them. I feel that you guys are quite superior in what you do. Your doors are always open, you're um, always there to educate fitness professionals and and club owners on what you can do, which leads me to please do share your awesome news with the listeners.
2: Right. So, just this week we have been putting the finishing touches on our Proudly FitRec profiles. And these are the business side of FitRec. So these are a profile, these are what we've been referring to as industry-facing profiles. So a business can have a registration with FitRec and they can use that registration to show more about the, the, the culture of the business, uh, the, the type of clients they're dealing with. Uh, They can include the the profiles for staff so you can actually look at that business and you can learn more about that business, again, from that employment perspective. So if you're looking for staff, you know, staff, when they see your website, they don't necessarily get the idea of what's going on at the back end, whereas via the FitRec profiles, it's an opportunity for employers and businesses to really reach out to like-minded individuals that might want to work on their team. These profiles can include... Um, street view. They can include, as I say, testimonials. Uh, the uh,
0: professional profiles. Uh, they can include video, images, image galleries,
2: information. It's all on there. They look fantastic. They're all sort of modular, so you can you can move them around to, to the look that best suits. Uh, they're all responsive, adaptive, so they work well on any phone. Everything needs to these days, and they everyone that we've showed it to so far has been. Uh, amazed at just how good they all look and You've got that, and if you're a professional on FitRec, you know, you have a ribbon on your profile that links back to the business. So it's all about sort of getting that information flying around and getting it, making it possible for anyone to really learn more about a professional and about the business they're in. And we're excited about this Proudly FitRec because it does mean that the, the businesses have a way to really showcase the work they do in developing professionals within their organization.
1: All right, I'm a business, how do I get involved tomorrow morning?
2: Well, (laughs) you head to FitRec and uh, go to the Proudly FitRec page and purchase the the Proudly FitRec. It's actually for sole traders at the moment, uh, but the sole trader business model is the basis for the larger business, the difference being the number of profiles you include on your business. And uh, look, it would be my pleasure to set something up for you, Mel.
1: Sounds fantastic. So let me ask you this, Dennis. Let's say you've got 20 club owners or 20 fitness professionals that would love to come along and listen to you speak. Are you going to be doing any seminars or workshops in the near future?
2: Uh, I hadn't planned on any, Mel. I'm happy to chat if anyone wants to give me a ring. But I, hadn't, I hadn't planned on any seminars or
0: anything.
1: All right, so maybe maybe before Christmas you might be able to throw one in. I mean, it would be great to to listen to you visually explain FitRec what it has on offering to fitness professionals and obviously club owners it would also be i'm also interested to know just before we finish off today's conversation will you be referring club owners i'm a club owner um i need some uh, advice off a, a legal person or i need to um update my business insurance do you have those connections for me
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We've got a couple of great connections. And look, I'll give a shout out to these guys here. You know, if you need a legal, uh, some some legal help, Scott McKenzie is an absolute genius. And, uh, you know, when it comes to business insurance, you know, we've got a, a lot of faith in a guy called Gavin Burke.
1: Okay, so what are the other supplies that we can have access to?
2: There is a wealth of people providing great things. i tell you, I had a meeting with uh, a lady called Spree Civella today. Yes. She's got a fantastic program called MEP, which uh, by all accounts guarantees trainers uh, like an additional two to three clients a week, I think it might have been. Wow. Uh, I've actually had a look at the back end of this. It's more to do with emotional intelligence rather than uh, IQ. And it's it's really some pretty special stuff. So, like, you know, that's an example of someone I was meeting with today to talk about how we can get them in front of, you know, our audience. Uh, you know, it's, it's, again, that thing of just saying, hey, look, we reckon this product's awesome. We think people should check it out.
1: Sounds great. Maybe um, we might have a, a FitRec business summit popping up before Christmas, a couple of days with a couple of suppliers. <laughs> Sounds like, <laughs> you know me, I like, to, I like to plan things for everybody else. So, You're on the hustle bell. <laughs> always, always, always full of ideas. I like to see people grow and I like to see people given opportunity because there's a lot of talented people in the fitness industry that are being overlooked and I think it's their turn to shine and I think FitRec is going to make that happen for a lot of people. So before we close off, Dennis, please tell uh, the audience again. Tomorrow morning they get up, they want to investigate FitRec, tell them again where they head to.
2: Head to, Rec, head to fitrec.com.au and look for the proudly fitrec banner. It's black with the, the blue and white writing. Follow that page through, and there will be the. You'll learn more about it. You will need to create an account to purchase. It doesn't cost anything to create an account, but then you can go back and purchase the proudly fitrec service. Uh, with that, you get an account manager. We want to make sure you get the best possible service, and we are desperately keen to make sure that our service helps you grow your business.
1: Sounds fantastic, Dennis. Well, I'd like to thank you very much for your time this evening and I look forward to uh, chatting with you over the next couple of days and if anybody's got any questions, where can they contact you? Uh,
2: the oh, Probably the best way is by email dennis at healthypeople.com.au and uh, you can also have a crack on the phone, 90390210836. I'm not really on Facebook too much, but I do get there. So if you do send me a message on Facebook, uh, you might not get an immediate response, but you will get a response.
1: Well, maybe that's something that I have to work with you on, Dennis. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: All right. Thank you very much, Dennis Hosking from FitRec. Thank you to our uh, people who... Help us out here, which is Eugene from Jim Click Media, National Fitness Business Alliance and Creative Fitness Marketing who help us put the podcast together each week. And we'll catch up with you next week. Thank you, Dennis. Thank
2: you, Mel. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you for joining the Gym Owners Podcast, sponsored and supported by National Fitness Business Alliance and Gym Click Media by Mel Tempest on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Join us next time for the Gym Owners Podcast.